big fan of him. <laughs> but I don't know. Weirdly I've never bothered to actually learn how to say his name because I just refer to him as Wesley from The Princess Bride. Um, it's no, real, it's you, really hot. It is very hot. Um, <laughs> but that's how it's got to be. You want to know what my favorite Saw movie is? What's that? Charlie McDennis 2, Electric, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Frank did the Saw bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we've been Thank recording you for, the, for the last minute. <laughs> Thank you for, for yeah. the rum and coke, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, uh, before we started recording... <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> Welcome back to, <laughs> to the Odd Drunk Podcast. Um, We're going through a heat wave here. Uh, we came up with an episode. And it's like 90, oh, it's horrible. It's like ninety-five and also, degrees there's a, right there's now. There's a forest fire east of us right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's no. So fun. it's like it's smoky and hot, and it sucks. <laughs> but you know what else? What is also smoky, hot, and sucks? The Odd Drunk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They couldn't help it. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is smoky, hot, and sucks? I don't know. I forgot the joke I was gonna make. Oh, <laughs> but uh, for the first time ever, <laughs> we're actually following up on an episode idea that we said we were gonna do in a previous episode. Last week, uh, yeah, I think last you're right. week we said stay tuned for next week, which we will be covering E3, and we're actually doing that. We've never done that before, where we said we are. This is what next well, week's episode will be. Besides, like Spooktober, yeah, but even Spooktober, we kind of made it up as we went along. That was just like we're gonna do spooky things. Yeah, expect that. But the closest we've gotten to doing we've... this before was uh, saying at some point in the future we'll do this episode. Idea. Yeah, that's what we usually do. Um, which is a good format normally. Because I like keeping it a surprise. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you listen to the last one and if you can read, and if you can't read, you can listen. Yeah, <laughs> we, I hope you can listen. We are, And if you can't listen, uh, well... You've got a problem. We don't have closed captioning just yet, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but you don't know I'm saying that if you can't listen. Yeah, we'll have... Um, I'm not gonna make any promises, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about E3. It just happened this past weekend. Well, kind of the weekend. It went over the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. The, and if you didn't know E3, I mean, it's all the big video game reveals of the summer. Video game news. Essentially. Yeah, except for COVID, really kind of. Uh, the last one sucked. Well, E3 didn't technically happen at all last year. No, yeah, the last um, that they and, and just even, had reveals, and even then, we're still in a state where we're not having physical conventions yet. So, like Sony, for example, opted out at E3 and just did their own thing like a week before. Yeah, and we don't get uh we don't get uh Jamie Kennedy hosting. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> After we're done recording, look up Jamie Kennedy at E3. <laughs> it's the cringiest thing ever. He definitely seems like he's drunk. I watched his YouTube channel. He said he wasn't drunk, but that's <laughs> bullshit. Jamie Ken Kennedy always <laughs> looks like seems like he's drunk. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those actors where I am simu I simultaneously think he sucks, but also am a big fan. Malibu, <laughs> such <laughs> like, a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Son of the Mask. Yeah, we were just talking Which, about that. I don't know. 
We already tortured ourselves we, of cats. We just, we just watched the Mr. Sunday Movies episode. I don't know if I... that. It's pretty good. Would you have more fun with Son of the Mask than cats? I would probably have more fun with Son That'd of the Mask. That would probably be more fun to get drunk to. So I've seen Son of the Mask once years ago, and I remember at least... I saw it when it came out when I was a kid, and even then I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it, but it so. at least had some, like, you can make fun of it. While yeah, but it hurts to watch. Um, like his cats, weird plastic hair. Cats was kind of hard <laughs> to even make fun of. It was just so bad. No, I felt bad making fun of it. Like I, <laughs> yeah, we. I really had to try when we recorded to make jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think oh. the only one that successfully made. She a, just left. She's the only one that successfully made a cat pun the whole time. Yeah, Which I didn't make I'm, a cat I'm pun. I'm ashamed like, of us for not making cat puns. I didn't puns. make a cat pun until like the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that movie did not inspire any joy or creativity in my mind. I just felt like a dead cat. Yeah, it reminded me. Uh, I remember af- afterwards I looked up online. Uh, there's a comparison. People made a, a a collage of a comparison of medieval cat paintings to the characters in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're bringing back nightmares. We're here to do the cats commentary again. Oh no! No, just kidding. I'll never do that. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Wait, cats too? Electric? No, it doesn't deserve that. No, it does not deserve that. Um, cats too, uh, even more cats. Uh, James Corden's in it. That's all they could get this time. <laughs> Would that be the, that's the title of the sequel? P.S. Ian McKellen uh, filed a lawsuit against us after this movie was released. He's eighty now, by the way. He turned eighty a couple weeks ago. Oh well, happy late birthday, yeah, McKellen. I am. Um, I uh my birthday was the other day and I my grandpa's birthday is the day before mine. Colton uh, so, Colton's birthday was either before this episode was released or after. It, it I'll leave it I'll leave it as a mystery. It happens. We all we in all general <laughs> at some point in the year. But anyway, my birthday is the day after my grandpa's birthday. So my birthday this year I called my grandpa um, on my birthday, I, I I was busy during the day before, so I didn't get around to calling him. So I called him to say happy happy late birthday, and his his only response was, um, "Maybe oh thanks, uh, I'll call you tomorrow to wish you happy birthday." <laughs> <laughs> he was joking, but he he has that petty type of humor sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. So let's uh, let's roll that intro. Yeah. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Westworld. What? 
<laughs> if you listen to uh, the weekly Weekly Planet, you would get that reference. I don't listen to I don't listen to the Weekly Planet. I watch Mister Sunday Movies, right? Because um, I'm lazy, and those are short. <laughs> There's no, no I have There's no videos I have, to them. I have no good reason. I'm a my my lizard brain kicks in, and there's a video. We still need to send and, them an audio submission. Yeah, we should do that. But <laughs> we should maybe maybe all drunk too. <laughs> maybe after this episode, we'll record that. No, but um, um. <laughs> it's not during their intro. Uh, red hot comic book mo- uh, movie news shooting up your butthole. That's their intro. <laughs> um, essentially. But it's during their... They're much better at podcasting than What we we're reading segment. <laughs> they have a what they're reading segment, which I think would be c- good to do something along those lines. Because mm-hmm. you know how we've done the comic book episode and stuff like that. I think it would be cool to just briefly have a segment where we talk about what we've seen, what we've been Here, reading. Here's, here's a shocking thing. Um, just not directly copy I it. do actually read. <laughs> we we both read. No, I'm not like an avid reader, but I read on a regular enough basis to be able to share what I've been reading. Well, it's uh, funny because <laughs> it used to be like just comic books when they first started. Now it's just like movies, shows, whatever. Yeah. They just still call it what you're reading. Well, but, I, I mean like books. Right. But there's a, bit, <laughs> there's a bit he does where he says Westworld. It's a whole inside joke. Okay. And we really need to get um, a soundboard so I can do my own bit. Or that you would, could do one. That would be great. Yeah, I want to do bits. If we, if we're we're gonna one of these days, we're gonna get a soundboard. It's gonna spice up the podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, Jackson, while we're on the topic, what have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> what I've been reading. Um, I've been continuing the Thor run. How was that? Because that—that's a uh, we did we covered a little bit of that in our comics episode a few weeks back. Yeah, it's uh, getting good. I don't want to really spoil anything until we talk about it. The comics again. Um, I've read more Immortal Hulk, trying to catch up on it. But other than things I've been reading, I uh, I watched the first episode of Lo- Loki. Oh, that was so good. And definitely expect an episode on that because this seems yeah. like it's going to be really something special. I think I think we so. should do we well we should do an episode when when Loki finishes the first season. We should cover Loki and we should also briefly in this maybe Let's in the same recap episode recap on recap Winter Soldier and Falcon. Winter yeah, Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier because we didn't do an episode on that. But well, we were just we could do an episode, but I don't think we will. At least, but no, it's already been done and gone. But yeah. Loki definitely expect one on that. Um, we initially had plans to do one on Falcon and Winter Soldier, but yeah, we like, did too like many s- movie and show ones in a row. Like you said, it's done and gone. Um, so we wanted to take it a break. It deserves but- an episode, but uh, at the very least, we'll, but I loved it. we'll I mean, recap it. Go watch it. When we cover Loki. Um, it was great. I loved it. I liked it more than WandaVision. Yeah, honestly, um, I I really like WandaVision, especially the first few episodes. It was very experimental and cool. WandaVision was pretty refreshing. Wacky. Refre- yeah, refreshing. Um, and it was really well done. I appreciate it. But it, it didn't it. really do anything. No, it felt like... Um, it it seemed like it was going to do something really big for the Marvel Universe, but then it just didn't. It ended up being something kind of... I know Wanda's going to play in 
Scarlet Witch is going to play an important part in the next Doctor Strange. Yeah, with the, set that, the, that book she gets. Uh, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Um, no, but WandaVision almost, um, I mean, not, not cinematically, but like the vibe it gives off, kind of gave off a little bit of a first uh, wave MCU feel in the sense of... The it, scope. Yeah, the scope. It didn't seem to require a lot of previous knowledge other than just basic events. Um, and it didn't seem to further the MCU very much. I think a good example, a good movie to compare it to, and <laughs> we're going to get to E3. <laughs> but since we're on this, a good movie to compare it to from the first phase is Thor. The first Thor. Yeah, underrated MCU movie. Not one of the best ones, but I still think people forget about Here's it. Here's my thing. Thor, the first Thor, it had big cosmic stuff like you went to asgard you went to the frost giant uh, realm yeah but it didn't do anything with that stuff but it, to had, further it was the a MCU very movie. small scope yeah. movie like i i watched that again recently it, it's actually it's a pretty good it's film quite quaint though compared it's, yeah to, it does feel weird it, it feels compared smaller to what than we're used to now it honestly feels smaller in scope than iron man 2 yeah it it has a weird or at least feel around to it. the same it does have a weird feel to it um, with the exception of introducing Loki, it at least at the time it didn't seem to actually relate to the MCU very much. Now, well, I'm not even talking about how it, it relates to the MCU. I'm just talking about how small scale it was. Yeah, I think the biggest MCU movie in the first phase before the Avengers, obviously, was Captain America. I that is actually still one of my favorite MCU. The whole entire Captain America series. That one felt important. It, it was, was World War II. You that's, know, that's my favorite series of MCU movies. Is the Captain America ones? They are the first and the first one. Uh, I think people forget about sometimes. It's really good. Well, my favorite MCU sequel is Thor Ragnarok. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I watched that again recently. Uh, yeah, that one's a joy. Um, Speaking of Marvel, we might as well talk about it because it's E three. So yeah, Square Enix slash Eidos Eidos Eidos. Montreal, I don't know how to pronounce it. They announced that there's a Guardian Guardians of the Galaxy game coming out. Yeah, it's coming out in October, so not too far off. Yeah, very soon. Um, Am I really excited about it? Do I have high hopes for it? No, not really, especially after the Avengers. But before I rip it apart, well, I'm not going to rip it apart, but because we've only got a teaser. <laughs> oh, th- this is um, they did the Deus Ex games. That okay, was, that was the one that stand. We were talking about earlier before we start recording Deus what the studio did before they uh, and they did Tomb Raider, they, they reboots. They did Shadow, great. yeah. It's at, they did Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and all that. Um, the one that stood out to me was the Deus Ex games. Yeah, those are good actually. Yeah, they're um, not really my cup of tea for games, but I I've played one of them. A long time, a while back, I don't remember what which one it was. I actually I confused the names because it's all like, yeah, they don't do like simple Deus Ex one, Deus no, Ex no. two. <laughs> it's kind of bad marketing. Um, so I I don't remember which ones are which honestly. So they're yeah um, they're, they're they're kind of they take a little bit of more of the hardcore RPG style. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, so yeah, we're getting a Gardens Galaxy game. But the problem is, well, I don't know if it's a problem, but a, a lot of people are disappointed by this. And I'm I'm not disappointed. I'm just 
kind of 50-50 right now. It could go either way, but you're only going to play a Star-Lord. Yeah. Uh, now, the catch is you get to command the other members of the Guardians. I think um, as – yeah, like I'm kind of in between on that because on one hand, it'd be really fun to be able to play as whichever Guardians I like. But if it ends up making the game more focused and story driven, it also then I'll take it. It also, I mean, think to uh, like, yeah, you're right. It could it could make it more focused feeling, where instead of playing as just the guardians, you're playing as a character who's part of a team, and it could, if they went this route, add some tactical elements to it, kind of like. Um, what was that Star Wars? Uh, well, yeah, commanding uh, the different team members and flying uh, around. Republic, Star Wars Republic Commandos, how you 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 played as one of them, but you could command your team as you were yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could. Well, if they yeah, did it like right, imagine add some tactical. Stuff you could com- you could tell Rocket to go like hack something or like build a thing. Yeah. Or tell Groot to like, oh, make a structure or like fight some guys. So like a Lego game. Like a Lego game. <laughs> <laughs> Have Gamora tell Gamora that you like her and she just slaps you or whatever. Say go stab the thing. Go stab the thing that thing. <laughs> I'll shoot at it. <laughs> I mean, I could see how that Swords could be. Swords are cool. your thing, guns are mine. Um you know? it is gonna as as far as we know at least, and as far as we've been told, it's gonna be single player. Yeah. They said story sing- driven game. They said single player, no multiplayer at all. They said no microtransactions or anything like that. If they keep their word, who knows? <laughs> it's Square Enix. Here's my thing. <laughs> Let Insomniac do Marvel games. Yeah. Spider-Man was amazing. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Insomniac at the very least is has proven. Even better. <laughs> they, have at, they have at the very least proven they love the properties they work on. Yeah. And they don't want to disappoint the fans. I'm. I mean, I'm definitely... I mean, we don't. It's probably going to come out late 2022, probably 2023. But the next Spider-Man game, oh yeah, Miles Morales. It was like Spider-Man 1.5 kind of spinoff. It was really good. I love it. I still I've heard play it's it. great. Yeah, but the next one, if you know, with the two Spider-Men, <laughs> I assume that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and Spider-Man's going to have the black suit, and then Miles Morales is just Miles Morales. Yeah, that would be cool. That is one of the. I I still have not gotten my hands on one of the next gen. But let Insomniac do more more Um, Marvel properties. Imagine if they did like a Iron Man game. I think they could nail it. I think that'd be awesome. I've still not gotten my hands on one of the new gen consoles. uh, But or what if we got a new Ghost Rider game? Honestly, the Spider Man Insomniac games are like one of the reasons I've considered getting a PS Five instead of an Xbox Series X. Yeah. (laughs) Although some of the stuff they revealed at E three. Almost every single Microsoft Bethesda game on E3 is going to be on the Xbox Game Pass at launch. That is that is good. That kind of sold me a little bit on the Xbox. <laughs> um, and also, I mean, we don't know for sure, but uh, so Microsoft did their... Uh, they did their conference with uh, Bethesda and they gave us a release date for Starfield. Oh, really? We got a release date out of that. We have a release date. When is it? Uh, November 11th, 2022. 
So next year. Far off, but not still far off. They really also didn't show much about Starfield. <laughs> Again, they they showed didn't a little. Didn't they just show like a cinematic? They showed a little cinematic looking. So thing. no gameplay, no anything. No, I mean they gave us a better vi- uh, idea of the vibe of the game, um, which I think is interesting. I it kind looks of... like Elon Musk, SpaceX, NASA. Yeah, like, it I... doesn't look like high sci-fi. I kind of expected a high sci-fi setting from Bethesda. But they're doing Looks more like interstellar. Yeah, they they seem to be doing a more traditional science fiction style to it, which is interesting. Um, yeah. But uh, one thing with uh, that people pointed out with Starfield with the reveal trailer is um, there is no mention of PlayStation at all. It will be on PlayStation. Come uh, on. They announced Xbox Series X and PC, and that's it. I reckon <laughs> that it's going to be a timed exclusive because they would lose a lot of money not having yeah. it on every console. Well, I mean, the the thing, the reason why they're so you know Starfield as well is going to be uh, Xbox Game Pass first day launch. Now, I think a lot of the Bethesda games are going to be timed exclusives at least because I think the reason, the main reason they bought Bethesda is to give. Um, buying power to the Game Pass. That's true. I think that is the reason why they got Bethesda and bought that because it makes people want the Game Pass when they go. That oh, is, yeah. If I have the Game Pass, I get Starfield. But are you gonna like pre-order Starfield? Not if I have the Game Pass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the Game Pass didn't exist. Would you pre-order? Not until I see more proper gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't actually show much. Even then, uh, they gave us Fallout 76. Yeah. So. And Fallout 4 was fine. It was okay. I pre-ordered Fallout 4. Uh, I just got it when it came out. I just ran down to the Looking mall. back, I don't regret buying it, but I also saw no reason to pre-order it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that... That should be cool. That should be interesting. I mean, we but we're getting Outer Worlds too from oh, Obsidian or not Obsidian, but um yeah, Obsidian. Or they're still Obsidian. I thought they had a different name. No, they're still Obsidian. Yeah, I still need to beat the first one. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I I like. No, Outer it's Worlds a, lot a lot of fun. It's deep RPG. Well, it's pretty deep. It's got it? some good character to it as well. It's very Obsidian. <laughs> yeah, feeling. Um, and. Yeah, they did New Vegas, which is my favorite RPG. That is the best RPG. Um, well, okay. I mean, I have a couple RPGs that can Well, my favorite it, RPG video game. Yeah. Well, I have a couple RPG video games that I think personally could compete with it. But they're like they're not like big mainstream ones. Like uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, yeah. Is really good. Have you seen... It wasn't an E3 reveal. I don't. I, I don't think it's out quite yet, but it's coming out soon. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Dark Alliance. I saw something about that. What remind me though? Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> kind of Diablo style video game. Top down. I'd play that. I well, it's actually more like isometric. Yeah, an R- isometric uh, RPG is it an RPG or like a dungeon crawler. RPG slash dungeon crawler. Okay. So you get character creation and... Cool. Yeah, I'd play that. No, yeah, it looks cool. 
um, the only the only E three thing that I actually watched live was the Nintendo Direct on um, Sunday. There's some good stuff coming out of that. I'm so glad I have a Switch to get those games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, the biggest one, Breath of the Wild 2, they showed more gameplay of that. Uh, they just gave us a better idea of, uh, like, for example, the world. It seems like it's going to be the same Hyrule from Breath of the Wild, but expanded to have floating islands and stuff. Like, something happens yeah, story-wise. Yeah, it's going to have, like, a sky levels and stuff. Yeah, kind of like um, Skyward Sword did. Well, yeah, because the gliding mechanic in Breath of the Wild... Yeah, so great, and they're probably going to expand on that so you can have more verticality. Yeah, um, so they expanded on that, and they did give not a for sure release date, but a general. They're aiming for twenty twenty two. Rapid Wild is one of those games that comes around every few years. That is that. That's one of my favorite games of the last decade. Most Zelda games are good. Most of them. They did actually. I went into Breath of the Wild expecting a Zelda game. I expect, yeah, I expected it to be good because it's Zelda. Yeah, and I've never had anything but good experiences with Zelda games. But I didn't expect what I got though, which yeah. was one of my favorite games of the last generation of consoles. Yeah, one of my favorite like, open world <laughs> games ever. Just I, I was, I was shocked by how good it was. Um, the gameplay, I've, the I've style. I love this. I'm on my third playthrough. Of I love I've, the I've, stylization of it. I've beat it two times fully, um, not 100, percent because that's a whole task. I in still itself. haven't 100 percented it. But. Yeah, that's a whole task. Uh, getting all the shrines and everything is a pain. I yeah. think I'm going to try that on this playthrough. It's going to take me a long time, though. I've gotten um, most of mine. But I'm on my third uh, actual playthrough of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's one game I'm more excited for than Breath of the Wild 2. There's one game I'm more excited for, but I don't want to talk about it quite yet. We'll get to that. I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> that does look really cool. <laughs> it's the game I've been excited for for the past couple years now. Other, other um, games Nintendo talked about. Um, Metroid. Metroid. Um, uh, what is it called? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm blanking right now. Uh, Metroid Primal. No, that's... <laughs> uh, that's for Dread. Metroid, Metroid Dread. Dread. That looks awesome. Our first 2D Metroid game in... Decades, yeah, like something like twenty yeah, years. I mean, a long time. Yeah, um, and it looks. I mean, it looks visually really good. And they seem to. And you pointed out some some of the old Metroid games uh, do have some kind of freaky elements to them. But oh. this, this one, they seem like they're leaning into kind of a little bit of the horror suspense aspect. The original Metroid freaked me out when I was little. Yeah, and they seem to be leaning into that uh, idea. Of like the freaky parts of Metroid, I um, love um, the gameplay. Looks uh, nice and smooth. Yeah, um, I love uh, Samus's new armor design. I'm definitely gonna be buying this. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting um, it. One hundred percent. That actually might be one I do pre-order because I'm like, there's not much you can mess up with that. It's Metroid. Yeah. It's a Metroidvania. I'm, well, <laughs> it's Metroid. Yeah, it's not just a Metroidvania. It <laughs> is Metroid. Yeah. It'd be like if they made a new 2D Castlevania. I would probably pre-order that. 
unless it looked like shit. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's a Vanya style. But Wait, if, it's if Castlevania. They, if they made a new 2D, well, they make a lot of 2D. Because I, I, I love the, I loved the Castlevania series. But if have they you played any of the recent ones? Not the recent ones. I've heard they're okay. Symphony of the Night. That one's really good. Except it was really big. Like the map is huge. Yeah. Your character's tiny. <laughs> And if you're playing on a portable device, oh, that'd be you're a out of luck. It'd be a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But if they made like a new 2D Castlevania game, I'd probably just. Well, like, I'll tell you, I'd, I would just be like, yeah, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm not, into it. I've never played them, but I've always heard Bloodstained is a great series. And I have some of the same guys good. that worked on Cat, the newer Castlevania games, are working on that. Yeah, I've, I've heard those ones are good. Um, what else did uh, Nintendo talk about? Um, we're getting a oh, what is it called? Mario Golf. <laughs> Honestly, I forget what it's called, but it looks fun. I mean, that looks uh, better than I thought it would look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're getting a new uh, Mario Rabbids game. I've never played the first one. I heard it's actually really underrated. Yeah, it was on sale. The full with all it's the it's like DLC. always on sale. It was and on I sale for like it. seven dollars with all the DLC a while back and. Ubisoft teamed up with Nintendo. Yeah, I've heard those are really good. They're like XCOM, but Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which what? Um, I've, yeah, I've heard they're really good. We're getting that. Um, they also announced- we're getting more uh, uh, Wario. Wario, yeah, Wario, Wario. <laughs> I'm I'm not into that. I love Wario, but I I've, we're I, getting it though. I, I'm not I'm not really excited for that game. <laughs> Um, they're uh, rebooting the Advanced Wars games, if you've ever played those from back in the day. Um, it looks decent. Um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're working on an Avatar game. Avatar Frontier Pandora. Yeah. Um, I mean... I actually played the Avatar movie tie-in game. It actually wasn't that I, bad. It, I heard that was decent. It actually, was actually yeah. kind of cool. Um, if it wasn't Avatar, <laughs> here's the thing: Avatar, cool idea, cool world, like it's, cool it's, world building and it's stuff. Space Pocahontas. I just don't like the movie very much. It's space. <laughs> the dancing movie, with wolves. like yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> again, cool world building. But the movie is not good. James, okay, James Cameron, not all of his movies are that good. I know he's one of those directors that people fanboy about that they will say all of his movies are great. No, only like half of them are good. <laughs> I think T2 is his magnum opus. It was his magnum opus. Uh, I, okay, I was on the phone with my sister the other day. I'm just going to rant real quick. Because uh, she ranted to me about this and... I was so pissed off of her experience that I want to rant about it as well. She took a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh-oh. <laughs> her favorite. And it was a BuzzFeed quiz, like, uh, and it was one of those ones where you choose and it tells I'm gonna you. I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> I don't remember what it was um, exactly, but it was one of those ones where you choose your, your answer, and then it tells you the percentage of who chose, of everyone who's played it, what movies they chose. And it was like, it would give you, what's your favorite drama movie? And it gives you a bunch of answers. Okay, is it like, what f- movie are you? No, no, not on what movie are you. It's just like, what is your favorite movie type of thing. And like comparing it to um, 
other uh, people's answers type of thing. And it'll tell you like what the number one answers are. Um, and the one that pissed me off, pissed her off too, uh, was they, what is your favorite um, drama movie or something like that? And uh, the number one answer was Titanic, which I don't like. Okay. The, I don't like that movie. <laughs> um, I, I gotta, uh, I gotta actually find, see if I can find uh, this. I bet we can guess your favorite movie of one hundred percent accuracy. I have no idea. I this might be it. Let me. I'll take it. You just keep going. Um. But it it was like. Titanic was people's number one answer, and then there was um, something else, and then you know what the the least chosen answers were, out of all the movies, and this is what pissed me and my sister off. The Godfather, Goodfellas, and Casablanca <laughs> were the least favorite movies out of all of them. When you took it. No, no, just like in general what everyone chose because it's one of those quizzes that shows you, shows you the percentage of everyone's answers. Wow. Yeah, people thought Titanic is better than Goodfellas, Godfather Part 1, and Casablanca. <laughs> like, what the fuck? More, I hate to tell you, more people know Titanic. But Titanic generation. is stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid movie. <laughs> I don't like it. Here's my thing about Titanic. <laughs> We're not a movie uh, podcast. <laughs> but my thing about um, t- Titanic. It's way too long. Mm-hmm. It's overly dramatic, I would say. Yeah. It's historically inaccurate. The play between Leonardo DiCaprio and what's her name? I forget the name. It's fine. Yeah. But it feels very 90. They're the best part of it, I think. They're the best part of it, but I get that it's a love story that just so happens to happen on the Titanic when it sinks. But <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why people like it. It's not good. <laughs> Oh, there's people that consider it like one of the best movies of our era. It's not like, good. <laughs> so everything James Cameron has made since the way, T2. Has I don't know sucked. if I want to finish this quiz because it said, I bet we can guess your favorite movie of 100% accuracy. They're all Christmas questions. What's your favorite Christmas activity? What do you like doing on Christmas? Where do you go? What? <laughs> so I guess it's a Christmas movie quiz. It's June. But <laughs> you keep going. I'm going to finish this. Um, I'm curious now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to see what you get for that. Because if it's not a Christmas movie, then... What if it asks Christmas questions, <laughs> but de- it's just like normal movies? To determine uh, <laughs> what... <laughs> to determine what you're... Maybe that's like the secret. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, Nintendo also announced uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. It's a reboot, like a remake of, um, or I guess just remastered of, uh, of all the good Super Monkey Ball games. Um, and that's going to, I have hiccups right now. 
That's yeah. going to be not just on the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be a cross-platform release. <clears throat> so that'll be Sorry. that'll be on uh, PlayStation, probably PlayStation and Xbox as well. It's asking me, do I watch Christmas movies during the holiday season? Of course. Good yeah. ones. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, oh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game is going to have a cloud version on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, really? Interesting. So, like, you stream it? Yeah, they're, they've been experimenting with that. They did Hitman 3, which um, I don't know how it went. Uh, <laughs> uh, they made a really big deal on the um, Nintendo Direct about da- Just Dance 2022. Um, I Home Alone is not my favorite Christmas movie. No. I bet I can guess what your favorite Christmas movie is, though. That's hard, but yeah. <laughs> is it Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> it actually isn't Die Hard. It's a real Christmas movie. Damn. What is it? Try one more time. It's a real Christmas movie, but it's me. Okay. Um. Is it... I don't know. Uh, Elf. Elf is like probably Elf. my favorite. Yeah, Christmas Elf is movie. good. Elf is good. I was about to say. I was about to say like, is it Halloween? And you just consider the entire holidays Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> like when Halloween happens, Halloween happens from October 31st until New Year's. That is Halloween. No, for me, Halloween happens like almost at the end of September until. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I think my favorite Christmas movie is Nightmare Before Christmas. That one, it's my favorite Halloween and Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. Um <laughs> But we're not a movie podcast. No, stop it, it, Colton. Stop no, it. No, <laughs> uh, what E three. You're talking about E three. So back to Nintendo. Is there anything else? That's that's pretty much all they uh, they talked about. More Smash Bros. characters. Uh, what's his name from Tekken? Yeah, they are getting throwing uh, everyone off the cliff. Uh, Kazuya. Kazuya. Yeah. He, cool. Uh, that'll be cool. Um, I've not bought any of the DLC for. Have you uh, played any Tekken? Uh, I've played some Tekken, but I've never owned a Tekken game. I've just played at friends' houses. It's it's fun. It's um, like Street Fighter, but hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not very good at Tekken. I'm also not very good at most fighting games. Um, <laughs> I'm only good at Mortal Kombat because it's slow. Yeah, I can not embarrass myself at Mortal Kombat when I'm playing with normal gamers. But then when I play anyone online, I've beaten some people online, <laughs> but that's either because they're letting me win. Have you ever played? Or because like they don't care, and I'm just like giving it my all. And then, but most of the time, they'll beat the crap out of me. It'll be like, GG. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played Street Fighter online? Yeah. And I played Marvel vs. Capcom online. It's what made me stop playing Street Fighter because, you know, you play Street Fighter, you think you get good at it, and then you go online and they get like a perfect victory. You don't get one hit in, (laughs) and then they'll just message you after and be like, you did a really good job. You got to work on your defense a little bit. And they'll give you pointers. They're so friendly, it's frustrating. No, the Street Fighter ones are like the technical like nerds. Yeah. But they're Mortal Kombat, they're just toxic. They're yeah, just like fucking the Street Fighter online people, they're not toxic. They're just friendly and it's <laughs> really frustrating and I hate it. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's Nintendo. Nintendo. Um, they talked more about. That was honestly the bulk of E3. It was a lot of Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. We got to see some multiplayer. The multiplayer is going to be free to play. Oh, yeah. Like a yeah. Fortnite or Call of Duty Warzone type thing. It's just uh, free. It's just like. I guess. I don't think they're doing a battle royale. Games as a service. I mean, well, no, not bad. I bet they will. But, uh, they're bet, definitely going to. Yeah, they to. probably will. Uh, you, you don't do you don't do a multiplayer shooter without doing a battle royale nowadays. No, no. But apparently, the, and with Halo, that actually could be cool. Apparently, the multiplayer is going to be free to play. I heard it um, looks fun. I mean, it looks classic Halo. Just I might nice pl- looking. Yeah, I might, I might, I might play that. Uh, Honestly, I would get an Xbox just for Halo, the new Halo. I'm probably going to get an Xbox Series X. Uh, yeah, they talked more about um, Far Cry Six. Oh yeah, what with you, the what guy you th- from Breaking Bad and Mandalorian. Uh, and Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of? What he's do you think like of? He's like a bad guy. He's a very good bad guy. Uh, yeah. He's one of those guys when he shows up, you're like, oh shit. You know, I saw a fan <laughs> casting for him to be Norman Osborn. That would actually be really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd be into that. Um, what but do you? What I've do you, heard what do you, what do you think? Are, coming back anyways. Uh, yeah. So. Are Are you gonna? Are you going to? Uh, no. Play Far Cry Six? No. <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna ask if I was gonna pre-order it. No, that's are, definitely a no. Are you going to play? It's it? Far do, Cry. Do you think you might play it? They're fun game. I, I I have a lot of fun with them. I mean, they're a game you play mindlessly for a couple hours. You don't really think about what you're doing, and it's fun. It's just mindless explosions and like whatever. But I've always enjoyed Far Cry games. See, I. No, it's been a few years. Do I, I go? Do I seek out Far Cry games? <laughs> do I only get them when they're on sale? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do have I played Far Cry Five? No. I um so Far Cry Blood Dragon though the like eighties. Like, I heard Terminator that was one, good. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. That one's awesome. No, Far Cry is one of those things. I've they need, I, we need another one of those. I've played uh, Far Cry two, three, and four. But that's the last four was the last one I played. I played it when it came out, so it's been quite a few years since I've played a Far Cry game. Uh, four was my last one, also. So it's been a while, and my taste in games have that primal's ch- pretty cool. Yeah, it's my like taste has one. my taste in games have changed slightly because I've uh, you know become more of an adult and uh, don't always have time <laughs> to play games. So like sometimes that fast paced stuff is good actually nowadays. Yeah. Far Cry's always one been one of those series where when a new one they announce a new one, I'm very interested because it always seems like it'll be really cool. But I've never had fun with a Far Cry game. Here's here's me. I've never enjoyed them. Here's my view in general on like new game or just me liking any kind of game. It's either gotta have really fun mechanics that work well. Yeah. And it and I expect them all to look nice nowadays, but it doesn't require that because I expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's like stylized or it's supposed to be old school. As long as it has good mechanics, that's really what I need. Good yeah. mechanics. Because honestly, like when I go back and play old games. Good story. When if go, it when is I, that type of game. When I go back and play old games, the thing that gets me is not the graphics. It's the um, that game design has changed so much. Yeah. 
that going and playing old games, they feel old, not just visually, but the controls and every and animation. Really, and everything. I need, I want good game design, good mechanics. It's got to be fun to play, easy. Well, easy to learn, hard to master. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, those. Uh, yeah. Second, I I like games to be deep, something I can sink my teeth into that I can spend a hundred hours on at least. Because I feel I, like uh, I'm getting my money's worth. I, I kind of agree with that, but sometimes I also appreciate a shorter game. No, because, I appreciate... No, nowadays, that goes more of the first portion of my uh, two points. Yeah, nowadays I don't always have time to if it's got good mechanics, If it's game. got good mechanics, a solid story, if it's a story-driven game, if it's just fun to play and I have a good time, good. I've been into um, indie games a lot recently yeah. just because they're often shorter I'm not paying sixty dollars, so I don't feel like I had to get a hundred hours. Well, I'll tell you, an indie game, and it's huge. I mean, everyone knows about it. But Undertale. Oh yeah, I've not played that yet, but I've heard it's amazing. Super yeah. simple, super basic graphics. Like yeah. it's like a '90s JRPG. I. Um, but the story, the characters, the mechanics, just the world, the humor, the music, it all of those yeah. elements. It looks like an old game, but it plays so new. I um, just the other day downloaded, and I've yet to play it because I've been busy, but I downloaded on the Nintendo Switch uh, Stardew Valley. Oh, isn't that one kind of a Harvest Moon It's kind of Harvest Moon, but with like... uh, NPCs that you interact with in like a community, like uh, you have to build relationships with NPCs. Yeah. I've heard it's really, really good. It's very relaxing, apparently. It was only it's only fifteen bucks. I played Animal Crossing, the new one. It's okay. It's fun. I, I mean, see I, why <laughs> people like it, but it's there's it's one, all in real time. Yeah, that's the one thing that bothers and, me is that uh, <laughs> you can't progress in it very quickly. You can play for like half an hour a day. You're not gonna get anywhere. And then you have to wait until the next day. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do have Danny DeVito in my uh, room <laughs> in Animal Crossing. I have a Danny DeVito shirt. Nice. I love that. I love that. Uh, I, have a, I have a Batman shirt. Nice, nice. It's just the Batman logo. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I've been into indie games more because it's I don't have the time. I like games that I can either – it's why I like the Nintendo Switch a lot is because the you Switch hop Lite is because it's portable. Yeah, take it with me, and that's an, another thing Nintendo announced uh, at the E3 was they're doing a Game and Watch with three of the old Legend of Zelda games. They're doing Zelda One, Zelda Two, and uh, the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening on the Game and Watch. And What's those, that? Have you seen the Game and Watch devices that they've been making? They made one for Super Mario Bros. The first Super Mario. They're like you know this big. I mean, it's the old Nintendo Game & Watch, if you're familiar with Yeah. It. They're basically remaking those, but with games that, like, the NES could play. Oh, I see. And you buy them, and they have just a couple of games pre-built into them. You can't add more games unless you hack it or whatever. Um, but it, they sell for, like, 40 bucks. Oh, that's cool. And they're uh, 40... Yeah, it's, like, 40, 50 bucks. But they're already on the Switch, though. Yeah, but uh, what's... what's online. What, like, I'm interested in that is uh, they are really, really tiny, these little gaming watches. They're, like, smaller than your phone. Yeah. So you could actually... I I don't like having... I could actually take it to work with me and pull it out. The Switch Lite is about (laughs) as as 
the perfect size for me. I think it's a fantastic size. Uh, it's it's one of I my favorites. I wouldn't want it much uh, smaller. I mean, I play on small, tiny. I mean, I play Game Boy Advance SD. Yeah, the old DS, real the, small screens. <laughs> but the the Switch the light, light is so convenient um, to play. It's the screen's big enough to actually showcase the graphics and colors, and you can see what you're doing. But it's still small enough where you can put it in your pocket. Yeah, I've been playing The Witcher three on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> How does that run on the light? Very well. Really? Now there's obviously a graphical downgrade. But it's on the small screen, it's really mostly not that noticeable. Or at the very least, after playing it for an hour or two, you stop noticing it. There's um, this. Um, it's not distracting. There's but this it's noticeable, but it's not. It's a fairly new indie game on the Switch. Same guys that did Shovel Knight, which amazing game, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Shovel Knight. Um, it's Cyber Shadow. I've heard of that, but I've not played it. If you want a cool, like, Metroidvania Ninja Gaiden type game. That sounds cool, yeah. That's the game for you. It's a lot of fun. It's tough, but it's really nice to look at. Nice colors, cool enemy design, level design. Great music. Like, it's one of my favorite games on Switch right now. Also, another uh, platformer. This one's more like Dark Souls, but it's a platformer. (laughs) Blasphemous. I love that on the Switch. Yeah, what's that? It's yeah, a Metroidvania type game, but it's got like bosses and stuff. Uh, it's got like stamina regen, hell potions, different moves, different magics. So one one game that was announced on um, uh, at E three. It's called. It looks really cool. It's called Trek to Yomi. And uh, I don't know what platforms it's going to be on. I'm I'm looking it up real quick right now. I just saw the gameplay of it, uh, but it's a it's a 2D side-scrolling samurai game. Nice. But I mean, look at this. It's all cinematic, black and white. Look at that. Look at that screenshot there. The entire game is in like cinematic. Oh, that's awesome. Black and white, old samurai movies. That's cool. And Ghost of Tsushima, you can. You can put on the filter and like the mode where it's yeah. got the old sound effects. And, and this black one, and, and, and this game seems to be really leaning into that aesthetic of the old samurai movies. Cause it's, it's side scrolling like on a 2D plane, but right. it, it, the camera angle changes to be cinematic and stuff like that as you're. Playing. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's at least going to be on Steam. I don't know if. Uh, it's going to come out on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC in 2022. So that's actually a bit a lot of uh, consoles. Nice. Um, but it looks really cool. The sword play looks really good in it. Um, what else have we got? Um, this is not going to be a super long episode. It wasn't an E3 but, uh, reveal, but uh, there's this game called Wave Break. What, what's that? It's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater meets Hotline Miami. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> it's like a three, whatever that it's is. It's like a skateboarding surfing shooter. Hell, rad. it looks a lot of fun. I think it's out on Steam right now, and it's on the Switch. And Wait. they have a Weezer mode on it, as in the band, because <laughs> Weezer wrote a well. Weezer has a song that's on the game, and you can play Wheezy mode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, yeah. It's on Steam here. Yeah, I think I'm going to get it on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, and it, honestly, any game, unless the graphical downgrade is so bad it's distracting, I like it on the no, Switch. No, it's... I, I think it's exclusive on the Switch and Steam right now. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, and it yeah. has Wheezy mode on it. Um, <laughs> Tony Hawk, the Nintendo showed off some gameplay of the Switch version of Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, Nintendo. yeah. Um, it's obviously not quite as crisp looking as the uh, yeah, console, but it's, it's Tony Hawk. Ga- it's about the gameplay. It's Tony Hawk. It still looks good. The, the only place that was really noticeable was in the character models. Oh, yeah. Like in the faces and stuff. Nah. It was clearly like not as crisp looking. Uh, whatever. Because um, I was actually surprised. Do you play Tony Hawk for crisp graphics or do you play it because it's a Tony Hawk game? I played it for skateboarding and skateboarding. rad ska punk. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I play it for. Um, I want to get that on the Switch. Although uh, the you played it with me, but the upgraded PS5 edition does look really nice. Yeah, I was shocked. I was actually surprised with the graphics on the, the remake because like, I didn't buy it for the graphics. I bought it for Tony Hawk. Yeah. But then it actually is a really nice looking game. Yeah, it is. Um, and I was pretty shocked by it. Yeah. Uh, but um what was I gonna say? Uh so another game they didn't talk about it at E3, um, that I'm really excited for. And last time we heard news about it was back like in January. Oh, what's this? Um it's Little Devil Inside. Oh yeah, you were telling me about this. And uh, Refresh. I'm going to pull up some images uh, of it to give you. It has a cool art style. Um, well, I love a game of a cool art style. But it's this game where you play as like a monster hunter who goes and uh, you have to, um, like you work for like a professor. You have to go out into the world and find monsters and things in the world. It looks like a Miyazaki film. Yeah. Uh, like a Studio Ghibli. It has some, like, I mean, look at that shit. Oh, that's cool. It has some really cool art stuff. That's like Disney meets anime. Yeah. and uh, Meets video game. <laughs> so it's like you're kind of a monster hunter slash collector, but it f- focuses more on the uh, exploration and the survival. It's actually a light survival game. So you have to brave for the elements, wear the proper survival clothes, like- you have to eat food, you have to sleep, and all that sort of stuff. Nice. Um it just looks really cool. They gave uh back in July they gave a very or back in January, I mean, when they last talked about it, they gave a rough release date of July. But they also but July's is next month and they've not talked about it again since, so I'm not I'm doubtful of that. And I think they hinted at um a possible timed exclusive for PlayStation. Oh yeah. But it is going to come out on Xbox, PC, and the Switch. Nice. So I would be inclined, uh, as long as the Switch version is optimized, to actually just wait for the Switch version and play it on that. Um, um, I want to talk about the Avatar game again. Because it does look cool. Like, Yeah. Great graphics. It's Ubisoft. I mean, they, may, they, they know how to make a game or two. Yeah, they've made a few. <laughs> and a couple good games. Here also, disclaimer... Ubisoft has made great games, but are all of them great? No. No, they made some terrible <laughs> no. ones. <laughs> yeah. Although, so. although one Ubisoft game people say is terrible, but I will defend is Assassin's Creed Unity. After they fixed all the, after they patched it. I mean, they they actually didn't fix everything. They, <laughs> it's still. It's just playable now. Um, 
it's actually like a really cool game. I like Paris. It's it, cool. It also makes me kind of sad though because it's clearly one of those games that they should have given it like another couple years of development. But no, they were rolling out a because, Assassin's Creed game every year. Yeah, because they were so ambitious with some of the stuff they were doing. Black Flag just happened just to be good. It. And honestly, I replayed Black Flag recently. It is just as glitchy as Unity. <laughs> it's glitchy as hell. Not quite as glitchy as Unity, though. Well, they didn't have the 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 funny the face face thing. glitches. The face is going but I mean, like yeah. the actual affects your gameplay type of glitches. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Flag is one of the glitchier Assassin's Creed games, but it's still really good, though. So, but anyway, did you can, see the trailer yeah. for the Avatar game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks it cool. It looks like it would be better if it wasn't Avatar. <laughs> but no, I'm just. It, no, it looks cool. I mean, I I assume you play as one of the blue pe- the Navi. I don't remember. Looks like you play as one of them, I've and you fight the humans. Movie in a long time, but um, I can't tell if it's gonna be a first person or a third person adventure game. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be decent because I, I, I do but think... as long as it's around the same quality as like AC Odyssey or like F- Immortals: Phoenix Rising, I think it would be cool. Yeah, it could be. It could be very good. I think there's some cool world building in the Avatar world. Uh, so here's guys. the synopsis: and this new standalone story, play as an oh, okay, play as a Navi and embark on a journey across a western frontier, never b- before seen part of Pandora. Explore a living and reactive world inhabited by unique creatures and new characters and push back the formidable RDA forces that threaten it. It's going to be on um, PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Okay, yeah. Along with uh, Google Stadia and Amazon Luna, which why would you do that to yourself? Isn't Google Stadia dead? Pretty much, but it's going to be on it. (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) Okay. I mean, yeah, it, it could be And those be cool. are the cloud streaming service game yeah. things. It could be cool. I, I just, I, I don't think much of it right now. <laughs> I don't really have much I'm of it. I'm always weary of licensed games. There yeah. has been really good ones, like recently, the Spider-Man ones. Spider-Man. Batman uh, Arkham. Going back a few years. Shadow uh, of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Mad Max. is Mad Max, I heard that was actually very underappreciated. That's a very underappreciated game. Uh, licensed game very good Um, yeah so there's good licensed games but i'm always weary of them um avengers (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, also avengers we we're getting deal they're getting dlc finally like proper dlc and not just seasons um black panther which should have been on the game when it came out that's cool (laughs) Um, i guess that's cool but here, here's something that really pisses me off about that game. Okay, gameplay's f- f- serviceable. Graphics are fine. The story's super short. It's very repetitive. It's a looter shooter with Avengers in it, and it's bad. <laughs> but the story's fine, and the gameplay's fine. But like everything else around it. All the microtransactions, all the glitches, the repetitive gameplay, doing the same thing over it's and just over, like set up fighting the same off. aim bots over and over. I've already ranted on it before. That's not what I'm talking about right now. 
I want to talk about the microtransactions and the skins. <laughs> so they recently added the Black Widow skin from Endgame. Okay. But it's still the same like face, character model. Okay. And, but they added the Iron Man Endgame skin, suit. That's a cool one. Yeah. But they're 15 bucks a piece. Jesus Christ. Insomniac on the Spider-Man games, they gave us all the movie suits. The only... St- they gave us every the only suits that weren't free were part of a DLC, but you get a whole DLC, you get a whole story out of that and more yeah. game. But we got all the movie suits and a bunch of comic suits included in that game for free. They're, they're just and saying, then if you got the PS5 remastered version, they're saying, the, they're saying, yeah, if you get the remastered version, you already get all of that. Yeah, and they're Spider Man uh, Miles Morales. Every single suit in that game is part of the game. It's free. That's awesome. They're they're seeing like kids spend hundreds of dollars on Fortnite for just skins, and then they go, "Ooh, that's a good idea." <laughs> I get it. I get it, games as a service as a business. I get why developers do it. Yeah, but but I'm not little... participating in. That. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's not throw trash at the developers. It's the publishers that push that stuff. True, true, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's you're right. Square Enix and EA and Ubisoft, not you know the actual people. No, I'm not talking the about the people. I'm talking about the yeah teams, the publishers. Yeah. It's a um, but <laughs> I almost broke down and got it, but I'm like I'm not even gonna see my character. But they do have Rambo in Call of Duty now, <laughs> and John McClane. That's from cool. Die Hard. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it. But I'm not spending 20 bucks on that. If it was like part of it or if it was like wage, maybe like five bucks, I would do it. But Yeah. I, I You know, I've been guilty of spending money on stupid I could get a new game for 20 bucks. Yeah. I've been guilty of spending money on stupid microtransactions before, but it's typically like $5. Yeah. I bought, I bought an armor set in Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey for like five bucks. Because I just I had five bucks to spare, I was like, "Fuck it." But that actually helps you in the game, though. It's not just a skin. Yeah, you actually get armor um, that you can upgrade and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but uh, no, just cosmetic stuff for twenty dollars and like. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like I said, I just bought Stardew Valley for fifteen dollars. You know, buy you can nice. go you can go buy the Iron Man skin for Marvel's Avengers or go buy Stardew Valley. The whole game. Which one would you rather do? I don't know. It, well, there's plenty of good indie games out there you can buy for the price of like a skin, <laughs> or, or you could so you or could find a game on you could sale. spend fifteen dollars on a skin, or you can go get a six pack of beer for less than that, get drunk and just imagine. I got a twelve pack of beer for that. Yeah, get a twelve pack of beer, drink it all, and then you can just imagine that skin on your character. Or I could just drunk. watch the movie. Yeah, because I'd much rather do that. Yeah, than play a repetitive game. <laughs> watch the movie. <laughs> but um, there is a Marvel game that I want to happen, whether it be a remake or just a like spiritual successor. Hulk. Yeah. Ultimate Hulk. Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, just port it. That would be awesome. Have it where we can play it again, even the original version. That yeah. was so fun. And also, I think we talked about this before. The Ghost Rider game, while it didn't do anything new, that's some pretty cool. It was stuff actually in it, a yeah. pretty good like hack and slash beat 'em up game. It was kind of like 
God of War, but with some motorcycle segments. And Nick Cage. And Nick Cage. And <laughs> that's and it, flaming was, it was pretty cool. Demons. I like that game. Yeah. Um, another, another kind of... And that kind of brings me back to the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah. Is it cool? Does it make sense? Because that's a big IP now. It's popular now. Yeah. But it doesn't excite me. No. I, I... If they came out and said, we're making a standalone Daredevil game, and it's insomniac doing it there's so, you know sick yeah that would be sick or uh or like he, moon knight here's or, he, another another uh old older marvel game that i think is underrated that was surprisingly good was the uh x-men origins wolverine x-men origins wolverine is the greatest that movie. was a cool game <laughs> i will say that's the great I'm talking about direct movie tie-in, not movie universe. Yeah, or it was a direct movie tie-in. That's the greatest movie tie-in. That game was actually ever. pretty good. <laughs> that seriously, it was way better than the movie. Even the story way in that game was better than the movie. Yeah, because you setting got, this game you got to chop people in half as Wolverine. <laughs> and like in the X-rated version or whatever they called it, like it was even more brutal. And even in the regular version, though. Like you would get damage and you would heal, but your like clothes would be all ripped up and stuff. Yeah, like there I mean, was just cool stuff like it, that. It was it was a game. I had that so much fun. They with clearly that game. didn't have a very big budget for the game, but it was pretty well thought out for a movie tie-in game. Yeah. That was amazing. It was clear, like it felt. And to you me, even got like the comic book skins, which were free. It by felt the way. to me like the developers <laughs> didn't have a big budget, but liked the character like legitimately and actually tried. There was one Wolverine game before that. I think X-Men 2 Wolverine's Revenge, that was pretty good. That one yeah. was pretty good. But then that one came out. That was like perfect Wolverine game. There's also um, that Captain America game from the first. That one's not as good as the Wolverine it's, it's one. It's not as good, but it was it was decent. I mean, it had some Arkham Knockoff arc, arc. Yeah. You know, actually, Chris when after that game out, Chris Evans, he basically looked at that game and based his new Captain America moves partially off of that game. He yeah. was inspired by it. There's, there's this one this is one specific move, and you see it in Winter Soldier when he's on the boat. He fights that guy. He puts down a shield and fights him. He does this thing where he does, like, he flips and brings his, like, leg over him and kicks him like that. Yeah. That was directly from the video game. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a video game move that he was like, I like that. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um... Yeah, back to Gardens Galaxy. I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't excite me at all. The only it's, thing uh, that gives me hope is that it's single player. That's the story mode. Yeah. Game. But it comes out soon. It comes out like October. Yeah, relatively so soon. So we don't oh, have to, we don't have to here's wait. Here's another very long. here's yeah. one more game that wasn't announced at E three but looks so rad and I'm getting it immediately. I don't care. <laughs> The Hot Wheels game. That I forget exactly looks what it's co- called, but awesome. That looks yeah. so good. Like <laughs> they actually look like the real cars, like the I'm, toys. Like you're on the tracks. I don't normally get super excited for racing games, but that one looks that looks fucking fun, cool. like yeah. a fun arcade style yeah. racing game. That's my favorite kind of racing game. I mean, uh, also speaking of racing games, they announced uh, Forza Horizons Five. That looks really good too. As as usual, I'm more excited for the Hot Wheels one. I'm more excited for the Hot Wheels, but as usual, the Forza game is like. Showing off the graphics. I think they're going to actually have some Hot Wheels you can get in stores that you can scan the code and you get that in the game. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, hell yeah. When does that come out? Uh, it comes out in September, I believe. Ooh, that's soon. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, that is soon. 
Not soon enough, though. <laughs> There's, I've been so thinking about hot, getting Hot Wheels Unleashed. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting like the new Resident Evil and stuff. But I I've played been some of the old Hot Wheel games back in the day. Yeah, yeah those were, were they fun. were pretty fun. This one looks really good, though. Yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna play that one. Uh, well, it doesn't <laughs> just look like you're you're in hot. You're driving Hot Wheels, not race car versions of Hot Wheels. No, though. you're you're actually driving Hot Wheels. Like you're clunking around and like on the tracks, like that looks it looks rad, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a game I'm excited for. Um, besides that, yeah, Elder Worlds too. I'm excited for that. I mean, we didn't get any game. I mean, it's happening. They finally gave us a release date for uh, Dying Light too. Oh yeah, uh, December. Man. That took the zombie game um, and really took it in a good direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I don't, and everything. I don't know for sure that I'm gonna buy it right off the bat. I, uh, uh, Back for Blood, the yeah. Left for Dead like oh, sequel or spiritual? It's sequel? like a spiritual successor. But um, that looks really good, and um, I believe that comes out either in September or like October. Yeah, Le- I know Left for Dead is one of my favorite. Left for Dead's in my in my probably my top 10 favorite games ever. Yeah, it's one of the best it's zombie games. Really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although uh, never play Left 4 Dead online. Uh it's just a bunch of trolls. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible experience. It's a bad there. community. What if we got Gmod 2? Mm. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, I don't think it's really going to happen, but it's also not that unreasonable. So Gmod, if you know, Gmod mod. was a was built off of the Source engine from which is Half Life Two, Half Life Two, and Left for Dead and Counter Strike, Counter Strike Global Offensive. Um, I think. Uh, so it was built off of that, and it's basically. Gmod is basically that's a just, creepy engine, by the way. That's a Gmod's actually a creepy game. Like when you're yeah. playing it by yourself in like one it, of the base worlds, it can be actually like a really freaky game because the source engine is mostly f- used for creepy games. Yeah, um, so and people make like creepy maps and stuff. Oh yeah, like, well yeah, that yeah. too. But yeah. like inherently, there's there's forget, something off. There's some about it. I forget what YouTuber it was, but there's I watched this video. This guy talked about how it's just inherently creepy. It is. There's something <laughs> just okay. I'll yeah. do you one better. But but uh but no but so it's based off the Source engine. Yeah. And um, Half Life Half Life Alex just came out with a new Source engine. Oh, so they could do a Gmod too. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't count on it because I don't know. I, I, I feel like they might not feel like it's necessary to make a new one. It's um, not. It's the same thing as like. But they could like doing. What, a, imagine what, if there was a Minecraft too. Yeah, it'd be like that. It's just but a game you update. You don't do a sequel. Once they uh, start, once Valve starts doing more stuff with that engine, they theoretically could make a Gary's yeah. Mod too. That could be cool. Um, I want to play some Gary's Mod now. Yeah, that's a fun game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what uh, what other? There was a uh, there was something else that I wanted to mention that they announced at E three. Um, I don't remember. Do you remember? 
Think about this E3 though. We didn't get any good like celebrity cameos. No, no Keanu Reeves. No Keanu Reeves. No Jamie Kennedy. No Jamie <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, looked up the video. Like he's trying to like be funny to all these serious gamers, and he's not being funny. But like he's not getting anything out of him. <laughs> it is so cringy and awkward. Yeah. <laughs> And when he was talking about it on his YouTube channel, because he watched it, he was like, that's just another Tuesday night at a comedy club. And I'm like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be like a well-known guy at that time. <laughs> I mean, was Jamie Kennedy ever a well-known guy? Yeah, yeah. He, just a Jamie Kennedy experiment or whatever? Yeah, he 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 for a bit was... <laughs> <laughs> at the, least like people would recognize late the 90s name. to early 2000s yeah uh he would for a bit people would at least recognize the name <laughs> oh uh stalker 2 is coming oh out. what's that uh so stalker uh was it shadow of chernobyl is a game from like the, oh yeah the, i saw gameplay of that yeah that and they're looks pretty finally good. doing a sequel it looks really good the uh, the, the trailer was all in russian <laughs> oh that's cool. like all the dialogue was in russian and shit because uh but it looks really good. Um, it looks like it might actually capture some of the original, like charm of the original game. Because nice. the original game, the the thing that was so cool about it was uh, that it really felt like when you were playing, when you're exploring this world, that you were in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and that like there was danger around every corner. Not well, that is Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just Russia in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There should be an encounter where there's just like a couple drunk uh, Russian mobsters or something. <laughs> Some Slavs. In the, yeah. the, the, the tracksuits. <laughs> Slav yeah. squatting. You turn around a dark corner, you hear music in the distance. <laughs> At the end of the hallway, you just see some <laughs> <laughs> You see a guy like throwing rocks at a wall for some reason. Yeah. Or whatever they do. Have you seen that video? This guy... It was like in Russia or whatever, <laughs> Ukraine or something. It was a slav. Uh, but this guy pulled this brick out of a pillar of this old building, and the whole thing collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just another day there. Just Russia. Are like the <laughs> tanks like doing jumps? <laughs> I was talking. Tricks. I was talking to a guy on a forum the other day who was from Russia, and he and he t- he said he was from Russia, and he's like, can. He was like, uh, he's like, my name is a very stereotypical Russian name. Can you guess what it is? And goes to show what I know about fucking Russian names because <laughs> I did not get it. Oh, it, really? was, it was Sasha. Okay. Which yeah. I mean, once when he said it, I was like, okay, I, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, but I would have never fucking guessed that because I know say, like Vlad or like I said Dimitri. Dimitri. <laughs> like, yeah, Dimitri. that's another one. I was or like Nikolai or like <laughs> Nikolaj. 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 <laughs> Do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? <laughs> Not that much. Of there's this. there's I really a get the reference. There's a character in that who adopts a son from Latvia. I think that's like a made up oh. country, and and his name is Nikolaj. And so there's a joke they do all the time where. Some of the other characters will say something about Nikolaj, and he'll be like, "No, it's Nikolaj." He'll be like, "Nikolaj, no, Nikolaj." Latvia is a real country. <laughs> is it a real country? In I, the Baltic region in northeastern Europe. I don't know. It's a republic. Um, it's real. 
Latvia. Uh, it shares a maritime border with Sweden to the west. Uh, Russia border of Russia to the east, Belarus to the southeast. Sweden to the west. Maritime border. Oh, maritime border. I was looking at a map right here. I'm like, that's yeah. ocean. That's not Sweden. Yeah, maritime <laughs> border. International waters, I guess. That's international politics. That's no fun. No. Also, is there any law in international politics? No. No. It's, it's anarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> international politics always ultimately just amount to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> because really, it's just <laughs> right now, at least, it's the United States that controls. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, but China, watch out. Yeah. China. 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 <laughs> but, China, um, Russia thinks they're all that still, but they're but, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. <laughs> we're getting political. Yeah. That's there, not political. There, there's, That's a game, not political. there's a game you wanted to talk about. That's patriotic. Uh, I think this is going to be a shorter episode because it's really fucking hot in here. We need a shorter episode. The last yeah. couple of months. That last one. Well, you yeah. edited it. But yeah, I edited it down. I edited it about but 40 I could, minutes. I could talk about so. 40 minutes about this next game. Yeah. Uh, so. And I'll edit it all out. Abby's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> Quitting the podcast. No, but um, I've been so excited. Very and this was, this was the big game. They finally showed gameplay. This yeah. was the big reveal, in uh, my by opinion. The, uh, by the way, couldn't we have a beer? Yeah, but I'm not going to give you a good one. Por favor. You're getting this. Mountain time. Premium lager. Mm, premium lager. We reviewed me, that one. I didn't get a good read. Yeah, let me taste. Mm. Dare I say, it's at least as good as Coors. <laughs> yeah, Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet, <laughs> yeah. Um, but not nearly as good as Coors Light. Not nearly as good as a PBR, though. Yeah. Nothing can beat mm. that. <laughs> no, everything can beat that. Um, but, <laughs> but they finally show gameplay. Uh, of Elden Ring. Yeah. And here's... Okay, let me tell you... the f- Let me tell you a couple of reasons why people are so excited and why I'm so excited. One, it's from Fro- from Software. Yep. They do Dark Souls and Bloodborne. <laughs> And this does seem like it's And that's this. like the hit gaming trend to do like Dark Souls and type the, and this games. isn't this doesn't seem like just another a different game from them. It seems like a spiritual successor to Dark Souls. Whereas Dark Souls was a successor to uh, exactly. Demon Souls. And it looks very bloodborne y too. Like the fast pace in it, the yeah. combat, the boss some of the bosses. It's like take everything they've done and mash it into a game. Yeah. So that's the first reason people are excited. Two. It's open world. Oh. I mean, it looks like Breath of the Wild, but <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> what what reminded me... And you have a mount. What made me think Breath of the Wild is it seemed like... Like a big hub kind of world. Yeah, it seemed like the type of what they show from the gameplay of, like, they really want you to explore. No, and so... Uh, well, I'll tell about this later. So, yeah, number two, it's an open world Souls game. Yeah. All the Souls games have been in big worlds, but they've all been linear. You go in big dungeons, you know. You can go and 
you can do different areas at different times, you know, but By it's the way, linear. Qu- very quick side thing. Another thing I remember they announced at E3 is they're doing a Final Fantasy game. That but it's is, a spinoff. But it's a spinoff that like is Souls-like. Souls-like. Oh, that actually looks cool. It actually, to me, looks more like Devil May Cry, not Souls. But people are saying it's Souls-like. Um, a lot of... But uh, that's interesting. <laughs> a lot of people say things are Souls-like I, when they're... They're really Devil May Cry-like or... Which just, is the easy Just because Souls. you have dodge rolls and stamina does not make it Souls-like. No, you got to have the good combat Because there's a lot of other games that came around the same time as the Souls games that also had those mechanics. But are, well, the Souls but are games, distinctly different, though. Here's the thing, though, about Souls, about From Software games. They have the dodging and stamina mechanics and all that, but they actually make those mechanics matter. Yeah, they. they I think what makes uh, those games is they... They're not fast. It's, it's not about point. fast. Pa- it's not about fast-paced action. It's about um, carefully. They carefully craft the hit bar, the, the 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 hit points, and the stats for all the characters to make it work like that. To make it hard, but not they're hard, doable, but they're not, fair. Yeah, hard but fair. And then Bloodborne is fast-paced with the, the same kind of idea Ver- versus like uh you know the devil may cry which i mentioned uh the, i think that final fantasy game looks more kind of like like that. bloodborne feels more devil may cry yeah and the devil may hard. cry you might say is <laughs> very similar on the surface to uh, the souls born combat but they their focus is more on fast paced action that like you have to keep juggling a bunch of different things around you. But it's you. still more hack and slash. It's still it's more not, hack and slash, yeah. It's not it's, being defensive. It's not about parrying it's and dodging. Not, it's not easy. Managing not, your stamina as much. Yeah, it's not easy, but you're managing different things. You're managing all the enemies around you and that sort of thing. Souls, you're managing your stamina and your equipment and your stats. And, and, and all the enemies around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, honestly, I think the way I'd put it is the Souls games... Is the I think they've done the best out of any game of converting into real time without doing dice rolls and without doing um, turn based yes. that D and D stat combat. Yeah, I don't think any other game has done that successfully. Every you know, every time you level up in a Dark Souls game, depending on what skill or not skill, but like stat you put your level into. That can make a huge difference, and every number counts. Yeah, because how how do you take that? How do you take that D and D tabletop stat based turn based combat that RPGs you know have their origins in, and make it real time, but still like because like say Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Morrowind tried to do that, make it real time, but still have the dice rolls. Well, that literally did the dice rolls. It literally does the dice rolls, (laughs) but it's real time, and the result is that sometimes you feel like you're doing nothing, and there's nothing you can do about it other than just keep hitting. It's not that fun all the time. (laughs) So how do you convert that to a real-time video game and make it it exciting? And I think Souls kind of managed that. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, And it's open world. Versus like, like the, yeah, th- that's and, what another thing I'm so excited yeah, versus for. Versus like the Devil May Cry style combat, like you're gonna they don't worry about the stats. You're gonna have stuff. enemy patrols, and so I've read up more about it, and I've watched a uh, Vadi Vidya. You know him? 
Uh, he does yeah, Dark I've Souls lore and stuff. A few videos here and there. He's been talking all about Elden Ring and like analyzing the trailer and everything and looking at interviews. But so apparently, so it's a lot like Breath of the Wild. In fact, they were inspired by Breath of the Wild when they created created the world Miyazaki. Nice. Um, but in every boss, you can skip half of the bosses in the game and never encounter them if you don't explore. But wow. the game makes it incentivizes you to explore because if you don't, it's gonna be brutal. Okay. So if, if you, you explore, if you, you can find things. You can you level up. You can find weapons, armor, whatever. Okay. You know, there's crafting in it. Kind of like what uh, like you can craft health potions, magic potions. Kind of like what some of the new Assassin's Creeds try to do, but not very well. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, that's one of the, I like the new Assassin's Creed, but one thing that bothered me, like it was especially bad in origins even though that was my favorite of the last few here's my thing it's a really big map it's mm-hmm. a lived-in map but it doesn't incentivize you as much well what i what i thought about origins i thought the map and the characters and the story and mo- most of it was better than odyssey and valhalla except the one thing it did bad was the way it incentivized you to explore was you're too low level Go oh i thought you were talking about valhalla no, Valhalla is the opposite, I think. Valhalla, it doesn't have the problem of you're too low level, but the result yeah. is you're not incentivized to explore. Exactly. Um, Odyssey, or Odyssey was kind of in between. Odyssey was okay. Um, Origins, though, the problem was that... I think the Origins way, had the best world out of the new era of Assassin's uh, it was, Creed so I, far. I actually enjoyed exploring that world. It was weird where... It tried the way it incentivized you to explore was by saying you're too low level, you need to go do side quests. I hated that, but it didn't need to do that because the world was good enough anyway to just explore. I enjoyed exploring. No, it. even with its problems, Origins is still my favorite of the new era. Yeah, but I could see that idea of you the need to go Egypt expo- stuff. I could see that idea of you need to explore because you're you're not strong enough yet. Working in a Souls type game. Well, yeah, and what's also that really, working better. There's, also, there's always been optional bosses in the Souls game. Some of them have more. Some of them have less. But the idea that um, it, if you just want to get through the game, speed run it, just do the bosses under necessary, you can do that. But if you want to spend hundreds of hours, take on every boss, find every location, you can also do that. Kind of like um, Breath of the Wild. No, exactly. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You get off the Great Plateau, you can go fight Ganon Right away. Yeah. <laughs> they force you to fight all the other main bosses as well. Uh, if you don't beat the Blights in the form oh, uh, yeah, 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 they appear in the final boss fight as well. So, so if you don't do a Divine Beast, not if you, if you, I skip, see something like if that you skip even one Divine Beast, the one you skip, that Blight, will show up. You have to fight them before you are able to fight Ganon <laughs> in the final boss fight. So Damn. yeah, it, but people have done it. People have gone and beated Ganon, beat Ganon right off the bat. <laughs> it's ridiculously hard. Yeah. But also, have you seen some of the gameplay online of how good people are at Breath of the Wild? Like speedrunners and stuff? No, not speedrunners, but like the tricks people do in combat that like the people who have a thousand hours in it. Oh yeah, like they do the bomb tricks, they do the like <laughs> they do like Dragon Ball Z shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's what it reminds me of. Like, I saw this one where this guy, he hit, it was just like a low-level, like, uh, Moblin. 
hit him a bunch of times, throws him, shot it, like did something to shoot yeah, him. Yeah, they off. do the freeze thing and then they time it right where they can shoot him. Yeah, and they shot him off really fast in the air, froze him again, like <laughs> way high up in the air, took out a bunch of bomb arrows. Mm-hmm. And loaded up on bomb arrows with like a bow that could shoot five at a time, and just made like a nuclear explosion <laughs> around this. Yeah, no, I've seen that. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, and so back to Elden Ring. Another thing I'm really excited for. So, this newer Dark Souls games, Bloodborne, Sekiro have like weapon art and stuff, like different combos and stuff you can do with different weapons. Oh, well, they're gonna this, do that. You can do different combos with any kind of weapon. Ooh. And there's actually skill points and all that kind of stuff. So you can... And, like, skills, like, skill trees. So you can specialize in a specific weapon? You could specialize in a specific weapon, or you could specialize in a specific fighting style... Oh. And then use any weapon with that style. Yeah, and then any weapon that applies to And the also, side. it's going to okay. take stealth from Sekiro, which had amazing stealth mechanics. Uh, I enjoyed um, Sekiro. Uh, so I it's going to have I stealth. I, I, of course, did not beat it. I'm not that good. Um, there's going to be, <laughs> bot- obviously, like the bosses, you can try to stealth them, but they're going to be really scary and like trying to hunt you down the whole time. Ooh. And as soon as they find you, it's like, into the depth. One thing that popped out to me is, so you have a horse. In- or whatever it is, like some kind of mount, like bull thing. Yeah, something that you're riding. But, it, but what pops out like to me? It's like a ghost horse. Yeah, what popped out to me is that there's like you can double jump with it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like scale and, up big. And you can use it cliffs. You can like, use it in combat. Yeah, you can use it in boss fights. You can use it in like against patrols. The only thing I've heard, you might not be able to use it in PvP to make okay. it more balanced. Oh, that kind of makes sense. So, so players can't just like troll you by like <laughs> abusing the horse yeah, combat. That makes sense. Uh, but I, but think, I don't know I if think that's, that's for sure. I think that's super cool because that's... A, and yeah, it's going to have PvP. That's a really cool way to add another element to combat. Um, I also... So instead of just getting like an NPC to help you like Solaire or whatever, um, you have these different spirits you can use that are based off of different enemies you fight in the game. Okay. And apparently you can actually upgrade them and like command them. Ooh, that's cool. And... The way Miyazaki put it, he's like, he doesn't think it's a cheaty way to do fights. He thinks it's a part of your character. Okay. You use them. You can role play your companion, kind of, as a, the spirit. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's, I like that. And, um, but yeah, just the idea of a dark, I mean, I mean, an open world from software game. I mean, also, uh, I mean, most people have heard of it, know this. Uh, George R. R. Martin is involved. That in story, is right? my next point. George R. So, yeah. First, Miyazaki was going to write the basis for all the lore, and then George R. R. Martin was going to span on it, but went the other <laughs> way. George R. R. Martin created all the lore, the story, and everything, and then Miyazaki made the game fit that. Oh, that's cool. I mean, because yeah. that is one of the best combinations of storytellers. Miyazaki is. Well, yeah, all he's the, an artist, and the a, Dark Souls games and all the Soulsborne games, their storytelling—they don't have that many cutscenes or anything. But like, you read stuff on item descriptions, yeah, you just figure things out. Miyazaki is so creative. He's 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 an he's artist. Got all this deep, he's mysterious an artist lore. His, he's an artist in his storytelling. Yeah, and George R. R. Martin, I mean, so what I've heard. Think what you will about Game of Thrones. Have, he is a good storyteller and a good writer. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're gonna have. 
what's really cool, it's still going to keep like the weird, vague, like mysterious lore that you get in a Souls game yeah. where you read a pair of gloves and you figure out like, oh, these gloves were used to kill the dragon by I mean, this king that I mean, the, like, I w- some I would, bullshit. I would be disappointed if they didn't have that style <laughs> I know. of storytelling in a Souls <laughs> yeah. game. But it's also going to have like big, epic, obvious moments. Okay. So, you're going to have like the main story that everyone's going to see, but then you're going to have like all the mysteries. They're going like, to explain who your character is and what your goal is. Yeah. <laughs> type of thing. So you're not confused on what you're supposed to be doing. I remember the first time playing Dark Souls, I still didn't really know what happened when I beat the game. Because <laughs> I wasn't like going I, around reading everything. I was so just trying to get I, through it. I still have not. Go- I've not played in a while. I need to get back into it. I've still not gone mm-hmm. past the gargoyles. But it's also, I've not been trying. You can get Solar to help you. Yeah, I've not been trying, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to, at this point, because that's so early in the game, I feel like I'd kind of just want to restart the game because it's been so long since I've played that I'd want to get... You should create, like, a pyro... Uh, yeah, I was like, I'd want to create a new character to kind of actually learn the robes again because it's been a while since I've played. Man, you got to come um, over to my place and play the new Demon Souls remake. Oh, that Amazing. looks... I've watched it play I'll tell yet, you, but, uh, mage builds are so OP in that. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's spells you can do that can one-shot... But not from, just one-shot bosses, but you can one-shot... Uh, yeah. enemy players like in pvp like they're but, so annoying yeah but i mean so i'm only that far into dark souls but even that far in if i hadn't talked to you a bunch about it before playing i'd be confused as fuck <laughs> on what the yeah. hell is going on yeah um, <laughs> so i think it's really cool that it's gonna have an obvious like narrative and story and cutscenes, but it's still gonna have all the mystery that you would expect in the souls game you know, you find a sword and you read about it. It's like, oh, this old king pulled some bullshit. A dragon did this shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that kind of thing. I, I mean, I think the combination of Miyazaki and George and, R. R. Martin, I mean, I, I honestly, off the top of my head, when it comes to that is the second best combination for a video game I can think of. The first best is we almost had the um, uh, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Oh almost yeah, did, almost. Almost did something almost. together. And that, <laughs> Silent Hill, yeah, something possibly. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, another thing I'm excited for. So yeah, you're gonna have the open fields, outdoor areas where it's the open world. Uh, would but you like some plantation rum? Sure. Oh, also, I didn't really say what I was drinking earlier. Yeah, we're drinking today. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I've got a New Belgium Summer Variety Pack. And it's got this watermelon L that's amazing. Uh, the 1985 Voodoo Ranger IPA is pretty good. And then we're right now we're drinking the lager, just their basic. The Mountain Time Lager, it's okay. It's really not that much better than like a Coors or a PBR. Um, this rum is like hot because it's so hot. It is hot in here, yeah. And that makes it <clears throat> much harder to <laughs> take. We, we also, we finished them. We drink some rum and Cokes. Yeah, but <laughs> which fun fact for our fun listen- fact for our listeners, um, the rum and Coca Cola was one of Teddy Roosevelt's favorite drinks. Uh, yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, technically it's a Cuba Libre. Imagine a Teddy. Okay, but, but hear me out. But for a Cuba Libre, you technically need a Cuban rum, and you technically need lime. Hear me it. out. Imagine a Souls like game <laughs> where you play as 
Teddy Roosevelt oh. and the Rough Riders. You command the Rough Riders and you fight like big crazy bosses in Cuba or whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> if I were to make a game based off the Rough Riders, I would make an isometric RPG. <laughs> that would be pretty you, you cool. Know, you, you, you play as Teddy Roosevelt and you have your party. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be turn-based like a Final Fantasy game. Would so you role-play as Teddy Roosevelt? You could role play as him, or you could role play as an alternate version of him if you'd like. Okay. So there, there maybe there's the the canon. Who would you want to develop it? Um, <laughs> you know, um, the the I don't remember the developer's name. The people who did Divinity Original Sin two, and uh, <laughs> now they're doing Baldur's Gate three. Um, th- I would love to see that. Um, no, but if I was thinking a uh, Soulsborne type game involving Teddy Roosevelt. You don't play as Teddy Roosevelt. Is he one of the enemies? He's one of the bosses. <laughs> no. Wait, imagine a Soulsborne game where you fight all 50 presidents. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Every boss is one of the presidents of the United States. <laughs> but it's kind of but it's kind of Bloodborne style where they're all mutated and well, yeah, monstrous. They're like, yeah. They've been twisted. They were <laughs> the president of the United States. And maybe the lore in this is that you're the president <laughs> of the United States until you take the blood and <laughs> become a monster. And then, and then you're a monster, so you can't be a president anymore. So they have to elect someone new. <laughs> That's like the lore. So it's a weird alternate history yeah. where and presidents aren't elected every four years. No, it's because they took the old blood. Yeah. <laughs> and they need and to be replaced. And every p- new president that's elected has to kill the previous one in battle. But every other president has has failed. Yeah. And you're the next one in line. <laughs> That'd be cool. But anyways, another thing I'm really excited for about Elden Ring. So yeah, you got the open world and stuff. But um, from what I've heard, there's going to be six like main big dungeons, like castles that you go to. That's where you get your classic like Dark Souls level design and gameplay. <laughs> so you still get that. You still get the claustrophobic dark like halls and like all that stuff. You get and there's gonna be like caves, catacombs, like all that kinds of stuff. So it's still gonna have those moments where you're like, I hate this place. And I've heard there's gonna be like combat scenarios in the game. Where it literally takes like three hours. Like you go oh, into the dungeon geez. until if you don't turn back at a certain point, you're in that dungeon oh. until you get all the way out. Like that's where you are. But there is going to be fast travel. But I heard it's going to be like restricted in some places. But oh, and just the gameplay, the combat mechanics look so fun. The weapon art, the magic. That looks like some really cool stuff. I'm a little confused if you play as a character. Like a hero, like you select a hero and you play as them, because it showed some like different gameplay of like different looking characters. Yeah, they look slightly different at different points. Yeah. I don't know if it's different armor or like different builds. It'll be interesting to see because Sekiro, you played as Sekiro. Yeah, you didn't create your own character, and it was still great. Yeah, that was that was cool. And it's still arguably the hardest one. <laughs> I still haven't beat it. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's tough. Man, <laughs> do you remember watching me fight that monkey, the gorilla? Yeah. And I finally beat it. I cut its head off. And then it even said victory achieved or whatever it says. But then it came back to life. <laughs> and it was like carrying its head around. Yeah. 
<laughs> they had some really clever boss design in that game. Oh, there's this one. Well, it's not really a boss. It's more of a puzzle slash like just it's in your way. There's this giant snake and you have to stealth around it. Oh, I remember that. And there's a way to kill it. But yeah. um, it's not really a boss you fight in a normal way. It's more of an obstacle. Yeah. But I like that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's the best time from software has done that. I hope they do stuff like that type of thing. Elden Ring. They did some bosses like that in Dark Souls 3 where they're just an obstacle. Like there's this one ancient wyvern where if yeah. you do the jump attack on it, it's an insta-kill. I'm familiar with that one, yeah. If you actually try to fight it, though, it's like impossible. <laughs> um, and there's a, and yeah, there's another one, Dark Souls 3, where it's Yorm the Giant. He's really tough if you try to fight him with a normal weaponry. Oh, yeah. You have to find the special sword that was designed to slay giants. Oh. Uh, Storm, uh, Storm, break, not Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. No, that's, <laughs> uh, it was like, I forget what it was called. It was like Stormbringer, something like that, some kind of genetic. But <laughs> it's been in every Souls game. It's been in Demon oh, Souls even. That's cool. And another, here's another thing I'm excited for. I mean, it's not a big deal, but the Moonlight Sword has literally been in like every, it's been in Kingsfield. Have you heard of those? <laughs> yeah. I would love a remake of Kingsfield or even a port like on the Switch. That'd be really sick. That would be cool. And there's like a Dark Souls dragon that's in Kingsfield, and people try to connect those universes together. Um, there's a whole joint Dark Souls Bloodborne Demon Souls timeline, and it actually kind of makes sense. I'm yeah. wondering if Elden Ring is going to have any reference to like Dark Souls because I'm amazed how people are able to connect things that don't immediately seem connected. Yeah. Uh, but there actually is a lot of references. But one of the things is. They have the Moonlight Greatsword in every game. Oh, yeah. Well, every one of their like RPG, like medieval-type games, they have it. And I I would be shocked if that wasn't an Elden Ring. That would be cool if it is. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited for that. It's so cool that you have a mount. Yeah, I think that um, is... I think that alone is the feature that made me And go, it makes like, sense, though. I think mean, that that's like... Imagine trying to be in a big open world like Breath of the Wild, but you move as slow and sluggish as a Dark Souls character. Yeah, that'd be terrible. It would take forever. And and <laughs> it also makes sense like as the evolution of... And know, it doesn't look slow and sluggish. Like It looks more Bloodborne combat to and me. And it seems like also, how do you expand on that, Souls, that Soulsborne-style combat for a new game, but still keep it Soulsborne, you add an external element like a mount. It, well, yeah, that's a not, lot of sense. That's not right. only good for travel, but yeah, you can use it for combat. Like I yeah. saw in the gameplay, they were they were fighting, fighting a big dragon. Yeah, and that, that's riding what, around in your mouth. That's what caught around. my attention the most out of the whole uh, like gameplay was uh, uh, them showing the con- the mount in combat. Yeah, and it looks like it's kind of Viking, like Norse looking. Some of the stuff, a little bit, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Kind of um, Norse, a little bit. Some of it's some of it's a little high medieval. High medieval. Well, yeah, it's always yeah, high medieval. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. That's the big reveal for me. That and Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, which are both like similar enough games where I'm just so excited they're oh. coming out the same year. Like I'll have Elden Ring on my PS5, <laughs> and then I'll hop on Breath of the Wild on the Switch. That's like, gonna be <laughs> when Breath of the Wild two comes out. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to take like a week off from work. 
<laughs> and just play Breath of the Wild. Too. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> or um, just bring my Switch to work with me and disappear off to the back room and play it there. Bring your Switch to my place. We can play. play you can play Breath of the Wild while I play Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> or imagine <laughs> if they added a co-op to a Breath of the Wild too. That would be cool. I don't. I, th- I don't. I'm not think sure so. they will, but like, Elden Ring's gonna have PvP yeah. at least. I think probably co-op too. It seems like something we would do though. Just like sit, in, like I'd come over and we would just sit and silently play our own video games separately. Yeah, <laughs> drink some <laughs> drink beer. Do you remember <laughs> Skyler? Yeah. We used to play co-op Bloodborne all the time. That was pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, They always make the multiplayer mechanics like part of the game, like lore. (laughs) Like it's a, it's either like a spell you have to use or like an item. I heard they're simplifying the multiplayer a little bit more for Elden Ring to make it a little bit more accessible. Makes sense. So it's easier to get with your friends on there. But yeah, it's probably still going to have like the passwords and stuff and like all that. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of games that are coming out. That I'm excited. I know for, some though. people yeah. that just play souls games. Like they beat the story and then they just play PVP. Yeah. There, there's a, <laughs> but yeah, we covered E3. Some of these games we talked about were not at E3, but are coming out, uh, soon or were talked about recently. Um, Oh, there's another game. I, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's based in the Vampire Masquerade universe. Oh, yeah. Like it's... a multiplayer vampire game. Well, they're just straight up making a new Vampire Masquerade game. Well, they are, but that wasn't revealed. They're making like a spinoff multiplayer game also. Uh, Swan Song? Yeah, I think that's is what that it is. Is that it? Yeah. Vampire Ma- the Masquerade Swan Song? Yeah, that actually looked pretty interesting. Yeah, release date 2021. Oh, also, it, um, yeah, they didn't talk about E3 because it already came out, but the new, uh, how do you pronounce it? Chiv- chivalry. Chivalry? Chivalry. You don't know That's how That's a it, hard word for me to pronounce. Okay. Never, you don't know how to chivalry. pronounce Chivalry? Chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got hit almost. Yeah, Chivalry 2. 2, yeah. Um, I, I never played that. the first one. It looks good, though. But it looks really it looks good, really yeah. good. Um. I heard the first one was good too. I uh, oh yeah, the first. I mean, they, the first one's been out for like ten years. Yeah, I just never played it. Uh, but the new one looks really good. Um, I love a good multiplayer game, a good medieval game. Yeah. Um, uh, the another game. Um, we haven't heard anything about it in months. Um, is that? But it's supposed to come out this year. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Oh yeah, that w- wasn't that supposed to come out like in March? Yeah, and then they delayed it, and that's the last we heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> they delayed it, but they said still twenty twenty one. No, that looks really good. I love Lego, the Lego games, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks really cool. And I mean, there's cool stuff about it. It they've said it's the kind of all the different like Lego game mechanics they've been working on in the different games. They're combining yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of those into this one. Nice. Um, it's going to be totally open world. You can, wow. It's going to be like a hub world. Well, not, no, not a hub world, an open world. Wow. And you don't just start a mission. You have to go to the mission. Even if it's on another planet, you have to go to the other planet and start (laughs) your mission. And they have, you know, all three, all three trilogies of Star Wars movies, 
And it's going to be, they said, uh, stuff like when you're in the open world, the open world will change appropriately depending on what trilogy you're playing at the moment. Oh, the era. So if you're playing the Clone Wars, it'll you'll it'll look like Clone Wars era. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, it, it just sounds really cool. So it's basically, it's going to be like the best Star Wars game. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> the Lego ones usually are. They usually are. They still are. <laughs> Lego Star Wars, uh, the complete saga, I, is still We haven't heard anything from it besides when it was announced about almost a year ago, I think. But Ubisoft is gonna is working on a Star Wars open world game. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering what exactly that could be. I'm interested in that. Uh, are you going to be a Jedi? <laughs> you're going to be a bounty hunter? Like, what are you? Gonna be? I hope you're not a Jedi. I want it to be like a bounty hunter game. Yeah. No, I love. I like. I like games we play as Jedi's. I recently started. Uh, restarted playing. Uh, Fallen Order. No. Uh, Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. I downloaded that. Um, on my computer. You're more a Sith in that one. Well, I guess. Well, you depends. can. You can. You can kind of go both ways. You can kind of go both ways. Uh, but um. And also, it, not that long ago, I replayed uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. Um, Have you ever got around to playing Fallen Order? No, I haven't. And it's on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> um, it's really good. It's on. It's on Xbox. It is kind of Souls like. So too. Xbox Game Pass combined with EA Play. So all the EA games are also on Game Pass right now. Nice. They've really been pushing the Game Pass. Here's my thing about Fallen Order, real quick. It's a great ride. Is it replayable? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Is it a great ride? Like, has good a, fulfilling combat, cool story moments? Yes. I've heard it's just like, it's a good experience. It's great fan service? Yes. Yeah. I've heard it's just like a good experience, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Any other games you're excited for that we didn't t- touch on? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> those are pretty. Elder much Ring, Breath of the Wild two, Breath of the Wild, Elder Ring, uh, the new Metroid. I am pretty stoked for I, that. I, I want to get that. Definitely, um, Hot Wheels. Yeah, the Hot Wheels. Yeah, <laughs> Lego Star Wars, Little Devil Inside. I mentioned. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, um, the new Pokemon game comes out in January. Oh, nice, nice. It's, it's the but there. It's the Pokemon. I don't remember what it's called, but it's the Pokemon game. But where they're changing up the formula to make it more like an open world Pokemon game, rather nice. than that, rather than your traditional, you know, you go in the tall grass and encounter Pokemon <laughs> type of thing. Uh, so they're changing up the formula a little bit. That's cool. Um, kind of an experiment. Experiment. Nice. Uh, well, in, we st- <laughs> in case that doesn't work out. They are remastering uh, Pearl. See, I got us. We almost got the, the two hours. I told you yeah. I could tell, talk about Elden Ring for a yeah, while. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was that was our E three episode. It was a little unorganized. Uh, it's hot. We are delusional. Oh, uh, unorganized. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but that was fun. We said we would do it, and we did it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for all these games, and yeah, and uh, we'll ne- see what. What we do next week, I don't know. Yeah, next week we'll have an episode. We will have an episode. Probably. Probably. We plan on it. <laughs> no guarantees, but normally we have an episode. So. All right. Send us out. You All right. Any last, any last remarks? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Let's roll that out. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. 
The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.